Mornings. It's Friday, September 10th, 2021. Coming up on the program today, finding your house full of smeared shit. Plus, let's play the least fun, emotionally draining, and potentially damaging card game in the world. An ancient cell phone stuck in your guts, and what a huge disappointment. All coming up today. You won't lacerate if you don't release, so please release it all over me. I got no complaints as long as it rains. Let me be your dream tonight. Let me be your dream tonight. Let it rain on my face, I won't complain. Dump it on me all night. As warm as it is black, I won't complain. I can handle your class. Let me be your dream tonight. Let it be your dream tonight. Recycle your liquids, recycle your solids Drop it on me, I won't complain You got it, so give it a strain Through each window pane Let me be your dream tonight Let me be your dream tonight I'm into rain, I'm into warm So pleasurable contractions, please come forth I love what's yellow, warm and runny I love what's dark and thick and chunky I love what pours into my mouth So that's what life is all about Yeah, that's what life is all about let me be your dream tonight. Let me be your dream tonight. You won't last a week if you don't release. So please release it all over me. I got no complaints as long as you rain, so rain, rain on me. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Timothy James Henson. Hold my hands while I poo. That really gave me tranny baby fever. I came here for two things: to suck some heart candy. All right, Tim Henson back here with you one more time as we end the week with the Friday show. Got a great program for you. I am a lot of things. Hilarious, a successful businessman, pre-diabetic. The list goes on and on, but I'm most proud of being a tastemaker. You know, I have a real knack for searching out and finding interesting and unique products and services. This is stuff you would have otherwise never heard about. I bring them to you. I'm kind of like Gwyneth Paltrow in Goop. You wouldn't believe how many pussy accessories come across my desk every week. And I try them all. I will not put my name on something unless it's quality. Which reminds me, if my voice sounds a little shaky today, it's because I'm trying something out called the pocket frother. Kind of a cool idea. It's this little bean-shaped thing you fit in your vagina. And when your man comes inside of you, the frother whips up the jizz into a foam. Kind of like a a semen latte. When felching gets boring, mix it up with the pocket frother. Again, this is not an endorsement. I'm trying out the product. Stay tuned to the Jagu Labs for a full report. Now, while I can't yet recommend the pocket frother... I did run across three very cool products I wanted to share with you today. The first one is actually a lot like the pocket frother in that it uh, it spices up your lovemaking and it is fitted inside your cunt. I don't know if we've talked about this product or not, but I found a website where you can purchase it. It's called My Clitter, as in clit glitter. Ta-da! Yes, my glitter is the perfect way to add that sparkle to playtime. All you do is you insert the capsule, and it does just look like a pill that you would normally swallow, but this isn't going down your mouth. No, no, this capsule full of colorful glitter is going right up your pussy hole, where your vaginal juices will dissolve the casing, and you'll be left sloshing around a bunch of confetti in your snatch. 
basically. You insert the capsule into the vagina up to two hours before, you know, fun time begins. The capsule will dissolve, releasing a sparkly mixture of glitter and glitter jewels. Well, that too, but I, I think what's so genius about my glitter is the capsule contains glitter and lube. So you're totally ready to go. Your man will be all like, hey, honey, uh, let's get down to this. Where's the KY? And you can just totally lie and be like, honey, you got me so fucking hot tonight. I don't even need lube. When in reality, you're my clitters doing all the heavy lifting. Yes, my clitter will release a sparkly mixture of uh, glitter and lube, adding a magical element to your sex life. It's like fucking unicorn pussy. If Tinkerbell used lube, this would be it. Ting. I feel like maybe we have talked about this product in the past. Back in 2017, there was a version called Passion Dust Intimacy Capsules that generated a lot of media interest, uh, especially news outlets writing articles, slanderous articles, I might add. Fake news with headlines such as, um, maybe don't buy this glitter pill to put in your vagina. That couldn't have been good for business. I checked adamandeve.com and uh, they do not sell glitter capsules. There might be a liability issue there. I don't know. The closest thing I could find was booty call anal numbing gel, which really is nothing like clit glitter. Adam and Eve sells no pussy capsules whatsoever. Just anal numbing gel, but it comes in three different flavors, cherry, mint, and original. So that's kind of cool. Oh, the other thing I found is uh, a, a lubricant. This has nothing to do with glitter, but you know, I'm a huge soda fan. You guys know my obsession, right? Well, in the 90s, Coca-Cola sold a product called Fruitopia. Fruitopia was a line of uh, like fruit drinks. I don't even think it was carbonated, but they all had like hippie dippy names like strawberry passion awareness, fruit integration, watermelon wisdom. And, and the commercials were really weird. It was like fruit kaleidoscopes with words popping up on the screen and sayings and stuff. Go on YouTube and look it up. It was kind of interesting and dumb. Anyway, Fruitopia is still sold, I think, in Canada, uh, but it was discontinued in the early 2000s here in the United States. Well, over there at uh, adamandeve.com, you can purchase something called ID, oh, the, the ID brand of lubricant. I am familiar with them. Uh, ID brand Fruitopia lubricant. But they had to spell Fruitopia different. Instead of like F-R-U-I-T, it's just F-R-U-T. Because I think there were some trademark issues. I could totally see Coca-Cola's legal department shutting down those lube people. By the way, use promo code FREAK at adamandeve.com. Get 50% off just about any item, including Fruitopia lubricant. Seriously, if you're not uh, shopping at adamandeve.com and using promo code FREAK, do you even fuck, bro? The second product I wanted to share with you today, oh, this is fun. I love games. I love board games, card games. I think hanging out with your friends, drinking, playing cards, it doesn't get any better than that. So I've got quite the recommendation for you today. As a matter of fact, before I tell you what this game is, here's some audio of people playing. The sad question. The sad question. <laughs> yeah, I wish it could be different too. It's a quiet game, isn't it? <laughs> One of the taglines is tears may arise. Here are some more people playing. I get emotional. emotional. <laughs> she did not pass go. She was very upset. 
thought I was giving you two hundred dollars so I could buy Park Place, and I can't even go to jail. <laughs> Good tears. Because I do love you so much. All right, what the hell am I playing? More importantly, what the hell are these people playing? It's called The And from a website called theskindeep.com. Guys, I feel so bad if your girlfriend or wife suggests you play this. And this is totally a game that would only ever be purchased by a woman. That may be sexist of me to say, but it's entirely true. What we have here is The And Healing Edition. It's a card game that I'm guessing 90% of the time ends in a fight or breakup or something. Here, this is who should be playing the healing edition. Are you looking to better understand your person and what they need from you? Are you interested in releasing old hurts or bringing new ones to light? Oh, could, I mean, you could see, some of you could see your girlfriend doing this, right? Jason, um, instead of playing Popomatic Trouble tonight, like we were going to, I thought it might be fun to play this new game I bought. It'll help us better communicate with one another. There's some things I've been wanting to say and talk about, and I just didn't know how to approach it. I thought playing this game might be a good way to do that. Meanwhile, the guy was just like thinking, this is going to be fun. You know, we're going to play some board games drink some beers. Oh, no, no, no. You're going to have some deep conversations about your relationship. All of your fuck-ups and hang-ups and shit. Yeah, if you see a lime green card box with the words the and on it, flee. Go on vacation. Tell your wife, you you know, you're, you're going on a business trip or something. Every relationship has seasons of strain. We all respond to them in different ways. Whether you've been avoiding the conversation entirely or don't quite know where to begin, the healing deck is a gentle way to ease into loving conversations with a partner, a friend, or a family member. Whether strong or struggling in your relationship, these questions help foster a deeper understanding of what hurts and what heals you both. Don't call this a game. This is not a game. You're tricking people into playing this shit when you call it a game. Call it what it really is, a trap. No one wins at the end of this one. I find that we mostly play the game when there's a little bit of tension between us. And then by the end, there's a lot of tension between us. It's like the cards is putting into words stuff that I was holding in and feeling inside. It is scary to have questions like this, but it's always just like a rewarding experience afterwards. No. The deck is 199 questions for relationships in need of intentional time. Tender, loving, and thoughtful, this is perfect for meaningful moments. Basically, how you play is you pick a card and you read it out loud and you make your significant other answer. Some sample questions. What is your biggest source of pain right now? Doing this with you? Oh my God. Here's another question. What do you see that I don't? I, I can see women answering these questions. I have a hard time seeing guys answer this question in a way that a woman would find acceptable. For instance, like if I was uh, dating a, a woman and, and she asked me, what do you see that I don't? I would be like, um, the floor lamp because it's behind you, but it's right in my line of sight. And I don't think that's what she's going for. Another question in the deck is, 
what concerns you most when it comes to our relationship? I feel like this is a game that you can't be blindsided into. I mean, this is totally not fair. I thought we were going to play Gin Rummy. Although it might even be worse to know that playing this game is coming up. What's even worse is there are different editions. So there's the healing edition. There's also the long-term couples edition. Like, no one is able to escape this fucking card game. There's something for everyone. Yeah, the long-term couples edition has questions like, how are we overcoming our fears together? There's the dating edition. So even if you just met someone, you could be presented with this stupid game. What's one question you would never ask me? That's in the, the dating edition. Maybe you're not even in a relationship. You're still not safe. Your friend could buy the friends edition, invite you over for game night, and then ask you questions like, what about our dynamic concerns you? In what ways do you feel we've grown apart? My answer to that question would be something like, uh, well, that's nothing compared to how much we're going to grow apart after tonight. Do you have a dysfunctional family? Oh, there's a family edition as well. These things are $30 and not all of the questions are so depressing. You know, some of them are just like, you know, but they are very like womanly questions. Like, why do you love me? No, 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 no. I want you to tell me why do you, what specifically do you love about me? Whoever the psychopath is that designed these games, they need to be put away. All right, so here's some people answering the question, why do you love me? I love you because you're the best person that I've ever met. Aw. Ever? Ever. Oh, I mean, that's kind of vague, actually. <laughs> I'll accept it, I guess. Next. Why do I love you? Because you're cute. You're really, really, really cute. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. That, that's a bad answer. You love me because I'm cute for, for my looks. So, you know, if I get older and I lose my looks, then what? You don't love me anymore? Right? That's a, that's a bad one. You're my lover. You're... I could express anything I have in my mind. If I was a woman, I would be pissed about that answer. I asked you why you love me, and you made it all about yourself. He's like, you're my lover. I can express anything on my mind. I'm telling you guys, you need to block <laughs> block the whatever the IP address is for the skindeep.com. Do not let your significant other purchase this thing. It is a minefield. And you're funny, and you're caring, and you're beautiful, and you're selfless. You're so alive. You inspire me. But you see Ugh. something in me that I don't. Again, making it about himself. Oh, guys, this is not good. I originally saw this advertised on Facebook, and I went immediately to the comments. And sure enough, everyone commenting is women. And they're like, we need to play this game. And then like tagging their boyfriend in it. The few times there is a guy who is commenting, it's not a positive comment. My favorite one is someone who called this game, quote, an argument in a box. Samantha's like, I absolutely love, love, love these decks. I recommend them. Meanwhile, David is the very next comment, and he says, nothing makes game night more fun than several servings of trauma. How about this idea for a game? It's the exact same thing, except the questions are written explicitly to try to start arguments. Like some of the cards include, who was that girl you were looking at yesterday? Name five things you hate about my appearance. I will name someone I would leave you for, and you do the same, like, like those type of questions. And that this would be a great like TikTok or YouTube game. 
because I want to see people in turmoil arguing. It's what I live for. Finally, Distorted View Daily is branching out into board games and cards. Speaking of fun things, that brings us to the last product I wanted to share with you today. Uh, a year or two ago, I introduced you to Gotta Go Flamingo. You know, the bird that shits on a toilet. It's Gotta Go Flamingo. Uh-oh, Gotta Go. For some reason, our nation's youth is obsessed with poop and pooping. There are so many kids' toys that uh, revolve around crap. Gotta Go Flamingo really is the pinnacle of the poop toy category. It's Gotta Go Flamingo. Uh-oh, Gotta Go. I guess you can like talk into the bird and it'll repeat whatever you say. Like, uh, you know, get on your back. I'm going to straddle your face and blow some mud. Get on your back. I'm going to straddle your face and blow some mud. He eats. And he poops. Yeah, you put the flamingo on the toilet. It takes a big fat shit. And then um, I guess you can like dry out the poop and then it turns back into food. I don't know. It's really weird. Anyway, uh, there is a new toy in the Gotta Go line. Uh-oh, gotta go. Uh-oh, it's Neil Gotta Go Turtle. It's the exact same product. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure they reused the flamingo's neck because this turtle has a really long neck inexplicably. Oh, he eats. Quick, the toilet. He poops. Now he's he poops pink and or purple. Talks. Let's do it again. You gotta go, turtle. From character. So now you can collect a whole line of eating, shitting stuffed animals. What a time to be alive! He's in a nation of goddamn scat freaks. There you go. Just a couple of products to watch out for. Uh, moving on, I do have a couple of pieces of audio I wanted to share with you. First up, I have noticed this trend of uh, streamers and YouTubers pushing different uh, like NFT schemes or cryptocurrency scams. And, you know, they try to get all of their uh, viewers to, to buy into this stuff. Most of the time they lose all of the money they put into it. The YouTubers don't give a shit, though. They get paid regardless, right? Just to, just to promote this. As a matter of fact, I've got a perfect example here. This is Aiden Ross. Here he is getting a haircut, talking about that time he scammed a bunch of his viewers. We must petition AMC to the moon. Oh my God, bro. You're still with that shit? IG number one Discord for stock tips. Aiden must buy AMC today. Chat, by the way, that MILF token shit I did a while back, I already told you guys, don't buy that shit. I got paid a bag to do that shit. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck. How many of you guys actually bought it? <laughs> Even though I told you to buy it and I promoted it nonstop. <laughs> hope you didn't listen to me because I'm a piece of shit. Aiden, is there any way you can help me out with my chemotherapy treatments? It's been a How can I help you? I got you. Yeah, you'll never hear from him again. He says that on stream, but I doubt he'll reach out. Uh, with some cash money. No one actually bought that. Yeah, they even told me they said that was the worst fucking thing they've ever done. I said, because my community can tell when something's bullshit. <laughs> they paid a bag, though. I can't lie. Still talking about the MILF coin or whatever. That's like uh, Bobenstein. Bobenstein is uh, always talking about baby shark coin. He's always tweeting about that. I don't know if he brings it up in the Discord or not. But 
I mean, if you want to be taken seriously as a cryptocurrency, maybe don't name your coin ball sack tokens or, or what a baby shark coin. First of all, isn't baby shark like a trademark name? I'm going to get sued for that shit. There was one. What was the uh, the cryptocurrency? <laughs> I think they're called cummies, cummy coins, which could actually take off, right? You could like pay for uh, like uh, webcam whores using cummy coins or premium you know, porn videos or whatever. That makes sense. I'm not sure why baby shark coin exists. What do you do with it? You just try to get other people to invest money. So you see a return on, on your investment, but otherwise it, the coins are, are worthless. <laughs> Seems like a dangerous way to invest your money. All right. Uh, finally, before we get into the news today, one last clip. Yesterday on the show, I was talking about that guy who was harassing women um, on the beach about wearing bikinis. He's a Christian. He thinks uh, what they were wearing is very immodest. Yep, that's that's a thong and that's a bra. Guys, a fucking bathing take suit. Young sir. guys into consideration. They don't need to see pornography, right? I'm not going to play the whole thing. You probably have seen it, right? The, the video went viral. I talked about it yesterday, and then I also played a follow-up. This guy is on TikTok. Uh, and the Christian wanted to set a few things straight, give his side of the story. And somebody in my family said, hey, we've got to move. There's some college-age women here that are showing too much, um, and I don't want you know my son or, or my daughters to see these things. And so right then and there, I just had a uh, just a righteous anger come over me um, and also just a, a boldness by the Holy Spirit to go in. Yeah, this is how he justified being a dick. He's like, look. I was filled with an anger, a holy anger, righteousness, and don't forget the boldness, the spicy boldness of new cheese-blasted Holy Spirit. Oh, they're delicious. Find them next to the Pringles. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this all up again is because the internet has done its job. Actually, this guy made it very easy. He posted on TikTok, and his TikTok username is just like his full name. So, uh, you know, people on the internet looked him up and found he had a YouTube channel. Prior to all of this beach swimsuit modesty nastiness, this guy kind of fancied himself a uh, Christian musician. So let's take a listen to some of his work. This is a song called Rejection, Rejection, Rejection. Three times the rejection. Rejection's a hard pill to swallow. We'll try overdosing because most things, they seem to go poorly. Rejection, rejection, rejection. That is all I know. So why don't you go before I hit another low? And why don't you leave like the rest of them did? Okay, bye. Stupid bitch, don't know what a good guy I am. Deleting me like I'm email spam. Rejected, rejected, rejected. When I should be accepted, accepted, accepted. Wow, this is some real woe is me bullshit. Well, I guess you Maybe this was before he found Christ. I guess I'm just a disappointment. <laughs> I'm sorry. I guess I'm just a disappointment. I guess, like, that is the weirdest way to sing that. I guess you get the point. I guess you get, I guess you get the point. I guess I'm just a disappoint. Mint. You for you and you and you and you. Hold on here. I guess you get the point. I guess you get the point. I guess I'm just a disappoint. I guess I'm just a disappoint. So he rhymed point with disappoint, but the full word he needs to say 
to make it make sense is disappointment, which doesn't rhyme. Well, I guess you get the point. I guess I'm just a disappointment. <laughs> disappointment. <laughs> That's like the greatest line I've ever heard in a rap song. So why don't you come set up your appointment? Next. Oh, so he rhymed point with disappoint and then disappointment with appointment. <laughs> Hello, I'm Logan. Heartbreak is my slogan. I'm hard to love and I'm easy to get rid of. Oh, I love Logan. I'm so Logan. tired of this and it was never supposed to be like this. So doctor, doctor, please come fix my heart before I die. He actually managed to find a wife and, and he, he, he procreated. This guy, the guy who recorded this song. Fucked. How many times I wanted to die? And say bye and hello to what's next because the pain is too complex. Oh, he's so deep. So I'm going to fast forward. I don't know if, if this song was before he became a Christian or if there's going to be a, a turn here where it's like, now I found God and I don't need your bitch ass. You know. Oh, here it comes. Oh, there's. So now, okay, everything was really dark, right? It was like black background. There was just like a single blue light on this guy as he's whatever that is, singing, rapping. Now, though, everything has changed. It's daytime. He's out at the lake. He's got his arms spread open like Jesus or more appropriately, like uh, the lead singer of Creed would do. Everything okay, is okay. The pain is real, and I know exactly how oh, you feel. Maybe not. I was rejected too, but I was rejected for you. And I will go through it again to wipe away every sin. Because, my son, I couldn't be away from you. Each nail, each scar, they were worth it all. So oh, he's singing as if he's Jesus, maybe? Please stop this and come to me, and I will give you rest. And I will give you my best. I will heal your heart because I know it's torn apart. Yeah. But I will gather each piece and I will give you peace. All right. So it is a Christian song. I wanted, I actually knew about this song yesterday. I knew the existence of this song yesterday. Unfortunately, Logan put his YouTube on lockdown, put all of the, the videos in private mode. So I had to wait for someone to uh, share the video. Uh, once again, the internet did not disappoint. So there you go. That is the guy who was yelling at a bunch of college-age girls wearing bikinis and swimsuits at the beach. Every day, he becomes more of a bigger and bigger disappointment. All right, and with that, let's get into the crazy bizarre news. Did I fuck up news right now? Not a member of our side show. Step right up, my friends. Become a true and honorable freak today. And when you do, you will gain full access to the entire archive of programs. I've been at this show since December 2004. There's like 4,000 plus shows for you to listen to in the archive. More importantly, every week I do brand new shows just for Sideshow members. This week, uh, we did Sideshow exclusive programs on Tuesday and Thursday. Catch them all when you sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. Uh, other ways to support the show, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. Thank you to all of my patrons, and of course, you Sideshow Freaks. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up, 
how many of you guys uh, have a Roomba robotic vacuum in your house? Do you love them? Do you hate them? I have some, like, knockoff brand. I don't know. It was on sale, I think, last Black Friday or a couple Black Fridays ago. I spent, like, maybe 150 bucks on it. I I would like it, but the problem is uh, Lord Douche and I are very dirty people, We're and we're very hairy people, and we've got dogs who are very hairy. And so uh, the issue with these robotic vacuums, at least the one that we have, is that the, the container, you know, the vacuum sucks everything up. It's a very small compartment, and so it's like you have to keep checking on the robot vacuum and, and emptying out the container. And at that point, you're, you're basically just following this thing around. You might as well just vacuum yourself. I know they have, like, newer models where the, the vacuum will actually drive to <laughs> to its little charging station. And then all the, the debris and everything is, like, sucked out of it. And then it'll take off again. You know, it kind of empties itself, which is really cool. But those are, like, way more expensive. That's my problem with the Roomba. Most people love these things, except... For the dog shit issue, if you have animals in your house that uh, have accidents on occasion, you may know what I'm talking about. Roombas start taking off in the house, cleaning, doing what they're supposed to do. They don't recognize that shit is shit, though. It rolls over the dog poop, and then it just starts smearing it all over your floors. If this has never happened to you, oh, I'm sure you find this fucking shit hilarious. As a matter of fact, go on YouTube. There's tons of videos of it. It's a laugh riot. However, if you've had to clear up Roomba smeared shit, maybe you're you're not laughing so much. Well, I've got some great news for you. Technology marches on. Roombas are finally getting smart enough to detect shit. In November 2014, Chantel Darby awoke to an excrement-fueled nightmare. Her Roomba robot vacuum was set to run in the middle of the night while she and her husband and their dogs were asleep. But one of those three dogs, one of those fucking things, a foster pooch. Why you gotta call it a foster dog? Like, you wanna give adoptable dogs a bad name? See what happens when you adopt dogs? They shit all over your house because they're unwanted. All right, a foster pooch named McGregor pooped in the house at around the same time the Roomba was taken off. When Darby got up in the morning, there was poop smeared throughout most of her home. Quote, I remember walking into my office and it looked like a murder scene if the victim bled poop, I guess. In her office, she said the Roomba ran over a power cord, then kept roving in circles, leaving tracks reminiscent of crop circles. (laughs) They threw out a rug, power cords, and after her husband tried and failed to clean the damn robot, they threw out the Roomba itself. Still a believer in the technology, they went out and they bought an, another Roomba. And wouldn't you know it, the damn dog shit again. The exact same thing happened. Well, thankfully, on Thursday, iRobot announced a new Roomba robot vacuum cleaner called the J7 Plus that uses artificial intelligence to spot and stay away from pet poop. As a bonus, it'll also try to avoid power cords. Now, this one, unfortunately, is uh, one of the more costly models, but hopefully over time, this feature will work its way down to, uh, you know, the the more affordable models, I guess. Uh, The vacuum, which is initially available through iRobot's website, costs about $850. 
The CEO of iRobot, Colin Angle, said that while a power cord is the most common obstacle for a Roomba to get caught on, pet shit is, quote, the most spectacularly bad obstacle. The company's been aware of this issue for a while, and they've they've tried a, uh, many different ways, different approaches to this. Uh, the company has considered for more than five years different technologies, ranging from capacitive sensors, which can measure things like pressure, <laughs> like if the Roomba is rolling over something squishy, maybe, to olfactory sensors, like artificial smellers, nostrils, robots that can detect odor, shit-smelling robot vacuums. I love that we're living in the future. All right. Over time, it became more realistic to stuff the necessary computing powder, uh, power, I'm sorry, not powder, into the Roomba itself so it could use machine vision to recognize pet waste. According to uh, this CNN article here, in order to make this possible, the company had to create a diverse data set of poop. Angle said iRobot spent years building a library of pictures of poop, both real and fake. The company bought all the realistic gag poop you can buy on the internet and then branched out into making hundreds of Play-Doh poop models, which it painted brown and photographed in different lighting (laughs) and from different angles. He thinks every iRobot employee with a pet has had that animal's waste photographed from multiple angles. The new model has a camera to spot obstacles and image recognition algorithms trained on iRobot's dataset can determine whether that obstacle appears to be poop. An accompanying smartphone app can then alert the vacuum's owner. Oh, that's cool. Along with a picture of the shit. Anytime an obstacle is detected, uh, a user can decide through the app if they want to contribute the image to iRobot's training data. What about if I take a spectacular shit in the toilet? Can I share that with iRobot as well? Hey, if there are any employees of iRobot, uh, you might want to check out the Distorted View Discord. There is a channel in there called Anus Check, where my listeners will submit pictures of their impressive bowel movements. Feel free. I'm giving you permission to use any of that poop in your data set. If, you know, send me one of your vacuums. That would be nice. Maybe send a couple. I can give them out as prizes. The woman I mentioned at the beginning of the story is now thinking of buying the J7 Plus. She said her family, which has since gone through several more Roombas, there's been more poop incidents. Uh, She could use a new one, she said. All right. uh, Second story we have for you, Danielle. Doctors in Kosovo say they have successfully removed a mobile phone from the stomach of a prisoner. Yeah, this guy was trying to smuggle a phone in jail. It's interesting what phone. It was a Nokia, specifically a Nokia 3310, which is not even a smartphone. This is like an old-timey phone. I had one of these, I think. And if you see it and you were an an adult in the early 2000s, you will recognize this phone. It's, It's rather iconic. I mean, it's a pretty small phone, but I think it's still thicker than modern-day phones. I mean, no matter how you got that in your system, either swallowing it, (laughs) I'm guessing it went up the asshole, right? There are smaller options. It'd be funny if he was like, I want the biggest phone possible. I have a hard time seeing. I need a big screen. Give me that iPhone Pro Max Plus. Jam it in long ways. All right. Uh, the 33-year-old prisoner who has not been named had been complaining of stomach pains for several days. 
The man was taken to the clinic's gastroenterology department, where doctors discovered the Nokia 3310 phone in his stomach. Skender Talaku, I'm sure I butchered that name, the gastroenterologist who headed the medical team that performed the operation, said the two-hour surgery was a success. Without opening the stomach, we removed the dismantled phone in three parts. The patient told the doctors that he swallowed the phone four days ago. I'm calling bullshit on that. How do you swallow? Look at your fucking cell phone. Can you imagine swallowing it whole? I, I, your throat's not big enough. That had to go up the ass. I swallowed it. Sure, sure you did. You know what? Look at the chapter artwork. That's the Nokia 3310. No one's eating that thing. Come on. All right. uh, Taleku said the medical team paid particular attention to the phone's battery and potential leakage of corrosive acid. It was like walking through a minefield, but everything went well without complications. Police then took the patient away along with the Nokia phone, a model originally released in the 2000s. It's unclear how or why the man swallowed the phone while he wanted to call people while in prison. Uh, Authorities suspect the prisoner had used the device to communicate with people on the outside. That's all you could really do with a phone of that era. I mean, you couldn't really do a lot of texting. And again, there, there are no apps. I mean, you could play Snake. Maybe that's why he had the phone, you know, to pass the time. All right, final story we have for you today. This one has to do with a uh, a viral video you may have seen of a woman in a grocery store coughing on other people. You know, just being a fucking cunt. No one can mind their own business. (laughs) That's a... um, Yeah, she's uh, pushing her cart, coughing, (laughs) approaching this woman. That's a... um, Excuse me? Excuse me. (laughs) I'm coming through... (laughs) Thank you. She goes on to say that uh, she's not sick and she doesn't need to wear a mask. Which is kind of true. I mean, people don't need to wear masks at the store. Because I don't need to have one. I'm not sick and neither are you. She said she's not sick. That comes into play a little bit later here. I'm not sick and neither are you. You don't know who's sick or not. <laughs> it's my allergy. You don't I have know allergies. who's sick or not by, by looking at Oh, you got, yeah. And you so don't. two years ago, before anybody started co- talking about COVID, you were okay with that, though, going out not knowing you were sick, right? Well, yeah, and now we have a pandemic and people are dying. And yes, yeah, so that's why people wear masks. What's your fucking point, bitch? You don't know anything right? about my health. I don't. Yeah, she's coughing at me. I have my allergies. And she got all freaked no, out because I'm coughing. No, she's coughing. How do you know? You don't know anything. She just said, I don't know anything about her health. You don't know anything about my health. I actually, I, maybe I have a medical. Okay, everybody. But you just said you were healthy. You, you, you're contradicting yourself. Well, you know, I will say this in defense of this woman. Um, it's odd that the, the woman was filming her in the first place, right? She was doing all that theatrical coughing because she was being filmed, right? So what happened before the camera turned on? It's that That's my question. I just wonder. I mean, I'm, this woman is still a cunt, right? In a statement, Lincoln Police Department Public Information Officer Aaron Spilker said that the department has not received a complaint from a victim, which is what would be needed to file a criminal charge against the person seen in the video. That being said, the police aren't even really needed in this case because the internet was on the job. 
I don't know how they did this, but like immediately they identified this woman, figured out where she worked and contacted her employer. Yeah, the woman seen in that viral video coughing on a mother and her daughter in a Lincoln grocery store, I guess Lincoln, Nebraska, right, was identified as an employee working in Arizona for the business software company SAP. On Wednesday, the company said in a series of tweets that it was investigating the incident and then later said the woman no longer works for the company. As to my question of uh, what went on before the, the, the video started rolling, the woman who took the video said, um, my kid and I were at the store tonight to pick up a few groceries when this lady approached us and said politely, excuse me. And to be honest, I thought she was going to ask me for help. I was about to say, I don't work here, lady, when she asked why we were wearing masks. So, yeah, she butt in trying to start some shit. I started walking away while replying because of the Delta variant and also because there's a mandate and started walking away. But then she went on about how she was born and raised here in Nebraska. And it's too bad that some Nebraskans have turned into sheep. She asked if I had a vaccine and said that my kid and I don't need to wear masks because we look young and healthy. There were uh, several other people around wearing masks, but for some reason, she chose to pick on me and my kid. That's when she started filming and the woman started coughing on her. Like, if everyone would just mind their own business. This lady who was not wearing a mask wasn't being attacked by anyone. She was just, she she could have just continued shopping without, you know, without her mask on and then gone back to her nice job at SAP. But no, she had to start interrogating people like, why are you wearing a mask? You don't need it. I live in Nebraska. You're sheep. (laughs) <laughs> I'm coughing on you, <laughs> but I'm healthy. <laughs> I mean, of course you're going to lose your goddamn job. You're acting like an insane person. All right, uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you, freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash distortedview show, yada, yada, yada. All right, listen, uh, someone on Twitter was is very upset with me because uh, I he says that I'm not playing enough regular voicemails. But I gotta play the I gotta play the patrons first, and I realize it's the same fucking five people who call in over and over, but uh, that's the deal. But I will get to some regular calls today. I'll be very short with my patrons. What do you want, asshole? Hey, Tim. Uh, it's Bob and Stein. Hey, Bob. Where was I? I was just talking about you. Now, you I haven't heard from in a while. Uh, I'm a little behind in shows right now, so I don't know if there's something going on with you. Uh, but I'm a little concerned. I just want to let you know that I'm here for you if you ever need to talk. Um, I got a drunk dial from you last night with a fake British accent, and you were talking about firing up the kike ovens. <laughs> uh, so I'm just a little worried. Uh, that was that's a sideshow exclusive thing. Um, that's AI Tim Henson talking. We're we're all here for you, buddy. We were learning British and Australian terms for you know American English. By the way, that was so much fun coming up with fake terms like that. Those none of those were real, by the way. You know how, like, Australians and British people have, like, fucking weird-ass words like skunk wonkies for underwear, penny tarts for apple. My favorite uh, was um, what British people call pizza, which is tomato bread pie. Go back and listen to the, uh, what was it, the Tuesday show when we did that? I don't know. Bunch of dumb, retarded shit. Hey, Tim. Haley's Comet calling up real quick about the guy. That thing about the Jew oven or whatever, that, that was... 
that's that's taken out of context, first of all. And it was AI Tim. I don't even remember. Go back and listen to that fucking show. Makes sense if you listen hey, to it. Tim Haley's comment calling up real quick about the guy who is afraid of bikinis. Uh, maybe yes. I'm jaded by having been raised in the type of cuckoo bananas religious conservative environment where yelling at women wearing bikinis at the beach is considered admirable and normal behavior. But I, I'm just getting a strong vibe from this guy that he's he's positioning himself to become a, a, a speaker on the Christian circuit. You are so... Th- Absolutely. I like the way you think, Haley's comment. I thought the same thing. And as a matter of fact, he's really trying to get his stuff out there. He continues to speak on this, you know, thing that happened. And he's really trying to promote his TikTok. And I think you're absolutely right. He's he's going to try to extend his 15 minutes of fame here. I think using his real name on Instagram was part of the point. And he's probably been pulling stunts like this for quite some time in the hopes that eventually... Oh, just to get attention, right? Record it and it will go viral. This is exactly what he was he, what he wanted to happen. I expect we will see him within the next few weeks to months start popping up on, uh, on various bits of Christian programming talking about being persecuted for Christ yes. for defending the youth. You're absolutely right. I can totally see that happening. Hey, Sam, it's Cat Lady. Uh, three quick things and I'll get out of here. Um, first, uh, remember that Mazan mentioned. How much musical- do you want to bet this is not going to be quick? Um, first, uh, remember that Mazan mentioned a musical about, uh, seven? There's actually a musical called Six, but it's about the six wives of Henry VIII, and they're all like pop stars basically, and it looks super fucking fun, and I want to see it really bad. The music's amazing. Okay. Uh, also, on today's show, uh, I think today's Wednesday. Uh, you talked about like what other countries call uh, boobs and shit. So um, I wanted to let you know, like a lot of women name their boobs, and it took me a long time to name mine. But since you mentioned Jubblies, uh, I always have this. I, I hear a comic that I haven't finished, but it's basically girls like, hee hee, I named mine uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg and uh, you know Malala Yousafzai, and, and I'm like, and they're like, what did you name yours, cat lady? And I opened up the left side, I'm like Smith, and then I open the right side and Wesson, and then like they turn into you know machine guns and it like murders my friends and you know. Okay, all right. Thank you, love lady. Yeah, my my friend growing up, uh, Jodell, she named her tits Lori and Dory after the conjoined twins. Lori and Dory. <laughs> Remember on the Jerry Springer show? That's where they came from, I think. They were these like conjoined twins. They were conjoined at the head, I think. And then um, they they were featured a couple times, and they I think they wanted to be like country western singers. <laughs> so that's what Jodell called her tits, and then Putsy was her pussy. Okay, this is Rocket from Texas, and hey, yes, it is still 2003. What? But I was drunk in my defense. I'm not that behind in voicemails. I'm drunk now. But no, I was not being critical of you. I was being critical of Mead because fucking homeboy. Homeboy oh has some talent in him. Well, let's not get carried away here, Rocket. But he's using it in all the wrong ways, and I am super happy that he's doing it that way. (laughs) I would not change one thing about Mead. He needs to keep doing what he's doing, and I'll keep featuring him here on TV. Hey, Timmy Boo. 
I was listening to you read that, uh, you and Cheryl read that Pornhub profile about the toxic cum. Wasn't that the song that Tim Curry sang in Fern Gully? All right. Anyone who had Fern Gully reference on today's DV bingo card, go ahead and mark that. That was a bit of a long shot, but yeah, we got a Fern Gully reference. No. Yes, caller, what's up? Next caller. Oh. This may have been a butt dial. I hear the faucet running. Um, Grant, you're an idiot. You accidentally called Hey, Timmy Boo, this is your Panama listener, Fulgore. Um, just uh, leaving you a voicemail. Basically, I was watching the Friday show. Were you watching it? What'd you see? Uh, we were talking about the that device that women could have to, like, the panic button thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it totally caught me off guard when you... I should have seen it coming, but, uh, but when you played Alexis K. Tyler's uh, Pussy Juice. And that I was driving at the time, and that that shit totally uh, caught me off guard. One of the most overused sound effects I think I I, I have. Uh, it was great. What's the juice? We used it today. And, uh, lastly, um, now they're talking about you know the voicemail callers and uh, voicemail wars. Um, I have to say, uh, Haley's comet is 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 fucking annoying. Um, yeah, and then. Uh, Seems to be a popular opinion. One guy that used to be all right, but then he he sounds like a liberal faggot. Um, is uh, is Vladimir Putin uh, or Putin? Whatever. Really? Does Vlad even get political? Fuck. Uh, he's uh, yeah. When he's during you. the meat interview, he he, oh. he really really sounded like a liberal faggot. And uh, yeah, the the whole Russian shtick is, is is getting kind of old. So, but yeah, hey. everyone else seems to be pretty cool. All right, there you go. Haley's comment, and now Vlad getting some hate. Don't feel too bad, boys. This is how you know you've arrived, and you got haters. Hey. You let them be your motivator. Hey, Timmy Boo. Oh, Lord. Mom's purple dildo. Um, wanted to thank you for doing the show. Oh. I was about to hang up on you because I couldn't hear you, but you're praising me, so I'll allow it. A little depressed lately. Well, a lot of depressed. Everything. Oh no! <laughs> He's like, I'm depressed. Click. He may have just shot himself. It's another depressed caller. Oh, you are depressed. It's another depressed caller. Oh, gonna blow your brains out. I hope that's not what happened. You know what? That may have actually been on my end. Let me try restarting this. I downloaded the message hey, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Thank you for doing the show. Uh-huh. Been a little depressed lately. Well, a lot of depressed. Everything's okay, but I don't know. I hope I end so. Up doing a couple months in prison. I'm not sure, um, but that won't be till September. We'll see. Oh shit! It's September. When did he call? You see, I, you know what? That Whoever tweeted at me calling me an asshole for not playing voicemails, you're absolutely right. He called at the beginning of June. We had all I had all this time to play when he could listen to this message, and it might make him feel a little bit better. But now he's probably in jail doing time, and he's like, why? Why didn't Tim at least play my message? Made him more depressed. Oh, I, ho- I hope you're not yet in prison. It's still kind of like the beginning of September. Maybe you don't have to report to prison until, like, mid-September, I hope. Call in and let me know if you're okay. And then I'll get around to playing your 
your response, I don't know, sometime in 2023. I'll let you know. I'll give you an update later on. But yeah, uh, I just wanted to thank you because your show is one of the few things bringing me oh. joy these days. So I really appreciate it. Well, I, I, yeah. I hope you're doing better. And, you know, it sucks. I understand being an ex-con myself. I know what it's like to do prison time. Okay, I don't, actually. But you'll get through it. It's just a couple of months. DB will be here waiting for you, and you'll have a bunch of shows to listen to. You might even hear yourself. You left some other voicemails two or three months ago. Probably get around to playing them before you're out. Seriously, though, uh, you know, cheer up. I know that's a dumb thing to say because you can't just cheer up because someone said so, but um, things will get better. You'll get out of prison. You'll do your time. You'll have some nice juicy comfort audio waiting for you when you get out of the the slammer. All right, uh, let's end it right there on that very positive, happy note. That is all the time we have on this edition of the show. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-660-GOD is an O-GOD. He eats and he poops. Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Guys, thank you so much for a great week of programs. I'll be back on Monday to do this all over again. Until then, bye, everybody. You motherfucker! This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.